Welcome to How Much is Too Much. My name is Alicia Taylor, and this is episode 13, titled Intuition Speaks. Um, I have just been in a lot in my life for a lot of reasons, and um, I've been struggling to record an episode because this podcast is such like a healing place for me, and I'm so vulnerable and talk about things you know that are on my mental that time frame. And so I've just been like really happy and navigating like quietly and honestly like in my own lane and moving in silence. Um, I can be honest with myself and admit that, you know, being in a new relationship after being single for so many years and a relationship that I'm really happy in that I feel like I'm building something really foundational with someone, um, I'm just have like kind of gone into myself and I've been just so focused on the people around me and the things that are right in front of me and less of, you know, like recording an episode because my mental feels really good. So not that this is like an unwell place, but it also comes with the kind of energy that like I need to also hold myself accountable, which was a big part of me starting this podcast and recognizing that, okay, I get that I'm not, you know maybe I'm not like needing to heal but also like there's just so many things that do cross my mind to talk about and this has been on my mind for a while now um because I think that we all go through the motions of life and we make decisions or we maneuver in certain ways and then we get inside our head and second guess our thoughts and I have definitely gone through that and then I just like had to take a deep breath and like stop and go okay trust your intuition, trust your abilities in yourself that you will lead you to where you need to be in life. And so I wanted to kind of record this episode for anyone else who's feeling like kind of chaotic in their own mind and struggling with second guessing themselves or just trusting themselves. Um, Your intuition is really such a good guiding tool in your life. And if you have, you know, if you've built a foundation and trust within yourself, like run with where your intuition takes you. And I kind of like this topic has come to mind because of like a lot of different things. But, you know, the thing that is like most evident on my mind is me and my boyfriend. We, uh, like I said, I was single for three and a half years and he was single for three years and when we met, we met through the um, Hinge dating app. And when we met, we just, um, the first date, like, literally, like, laughed into tears and just had, like, just felt like myself. And I felt, like, comfortable. And he was, like, a gentleman and just did things that were, like, like, he carried my purse out to my car. And, you know, was just really respectful to me. And we went on four dates. And literally on the fourth date... Mind you, I'm someone who, like, my last year's relationship, like, I talked to that person for six months before dating. Like, was hanging out, whatever, but we weren't official for six months in. 
but with my now boyfriend, we were on the fourth day, and he just, like, asked me, like, do you want to be my girl? And I was, like, I was kind of scared because I'm like, oh my god, I'm about to like let myself be fully vulnerable with someone. But my intuition was just so like leaning into him. And I like pretty much told him, I said, I have no idea what the fuck we're doing, but like, let's figure it out together. And it has been like one of the best decisions like thus far for him and I, because we are able to instead of like qualifying each other for so long, we decided to jump into dating while we still had a lot to learn about one another. But because both of our intuitions and our instincts were like, this person possesses so many qualities I've been looking for. Like, I feel like I want to keep that. There's not enough time when we hang out. Like we, we said that like kind of on each date, like man, time flies, which is corny, but just there was never enough time for us to like, we wanted to keep hanging out. And we like kind of like leaning into that has built a foundation for us to like get to know each other while being intentional about one another. And it has been really powerful and really healing for me to have this dynamic with him where we recognize, like he even said like recently, you know, you don't fully know someone until like at least two years. And even then, you know, we evolve, we change, like the person that you date and marry, like that's not going to be the person, you know, same exact person 30, 40 years down the road. And if you can't, you know, perceptualize that the person you are too is going to evolve and change. And so you have to kind of take those waves as they come is like your partner changes and evolves on their own journey because my, my mentality on love and success in love is that we're not to become one. Like I'm not suddenly at his job every day and talking to his friends and having these conversations with his family and vice versa. We are not to become one. We're two individuals who are walking our individual lives, but we choose to walk with each other side by side in our individual paths. And I just think it's like allowed him and I to like have these deep conversations, but like intentionally, like I'm still getting to know him on levels. He's still getting to know me, but there's so much respect behind that. And it all comes down to the fact that we both followed our intuition and went, yeah, this person is worth my investment. And we, uh, put in an energy and we continue to put in energy that's like so intentional and genuine where, you know, we want to push each other and talk about the things that aren't always positive. I mean, I think one of my favorite qualities about him is that he will sit there and promote He's like, we won't have TV or music or anything on and we'll just sit down and he just starts talking to me and asking me questions and then we'll get into like deep conversations and like before you know, we've just been talking for three hours and he'll look at me and goes, I just want to talk to you. Like, I just, like, I don't want to watch anything tonight. I just want to talk. And I love that because I feel like it allow it's allowed me to, when we have gotten into disagreements or, like, heated or not, like, the most happy conversations, my emotions aren't high strung because he has, like, on a consistent basis, like, listened to me and heard me out and not cut me off and not gaslight me when we're having like things that maybe are opposing ideas or opinions. And even to the point where there's a time I wanted to like shut down and walk away. And he's like, no, we don't shut each other out. We talk about it. And 
I'm just very appreciative, and I think that, you know, I didn't, after the fourth day, when we were like, okay, yeah, we're dating, like, I kind of was like, oh my god, what the fuck are we doing? But then, like, I didn't wake up the next day being like, oh no, that was the wrong decision. I was just like, wow, like, we're both really intentional about what we want here, and that energy is just kind of continued and carried, and as I learn more about him, and we have like different conversations and navigate different spaces. It just comes with a lot of respect and understanding that we don't know each other on all levels. And so there's going to be things that come up where we go, Oh, okay. Like this is this side of you or this portion. So I haven't like second guessed myself and my intuition just keeps helping me to navigate. And it's so important for us as individuals to lean into our intuition because the reality is at the end of the day, in life, there's so many uncontrollables. And I, I realized this like a couple of years ago is that, and it brought me so much peace is that like, I would get really worked up about when things would go wrong or like hard times. Like I was really in the pits and it would be, I would be, it would overshadow anything positive or anything else going on in my life was this negative thing. And we, I think we all do that in a sense. And it depends on the level of how hard you're going through something. Um, and it can really shake and rattle your whole world. But once I like got onto the idea of like, okay, I can't control that this happened to me. I can't control that, you know, that this person did this to me or, that this was taken away, whatever the negative thing is, I can't control X, Y, and Z, but I can control these aspects of the situation. So I choose to focus on those to navigate into a better space and a happier place for myself. And when you get to that, that mentality of, okay, I can't control X, Y, and Z, but the things I can control, I'm going to invest all of me in. I have been able to like clear so much noise and chaos and just really lean into my intuition. And I, you know, I'm not always going to be right. Intuition isn't a hundred percent for sure, but me trusting myself and loving myself enough to like lead with what my heart is telling me and my gut is like been really eye opening because all the outside noise and chaos and stuff has just really like kind of become mute and I'm able to decipher what is legitimately a value for me to put energy into and what's not. And I think that like, especially now, you know, get going into my thirties, like life is kind of going by like rapid motion. And I'm, you know, they I, like, I always, you know, I'm sure everyone's parents say, oh, you know, you should really be appreciative for your childhood right now. Cause when you go to older, like time flies, like it, your life shoots before your eyes. And I'm just like, I'm starting to feel my life going to rapid motion because I'm just pulled in other directions and I have obligations and I have, you know, priority priorities and my friends are, you know, married, they're starting their families. Like we're all like navigating our own individual spaces. So because I'm trusting my own intuition about my life and my path and my timeline, I'm not pressed about the fact that I'm not married. I'm not pressed about the fact that I don't have, you know, kids and that I'm probably not going to have kids for some years now. And, you know, everyone goes like, oh, the biological clock, like, you know, I have kids by X, Y, and Z. It's like, I'm not, I'm not planning to have kids at 45, obviously, but I also like stop letting myself be pressured by what people said I, my life should be like, or what I should experience. And now that I've stepped into that, I've found that like all these things I was manifesting in like the really low parts of dark parts of my life, you know, right before I started this podcast and the years like leading up to it, I feel like 
all those things like that I really wanted, even when I was at my lowest, are now coming to fruition. Like a, you know, a healthy relationship with someone who's like loyal and prioritizes me and like sees me. And like, I've always wanted to move out of state and I just, I wasn't going to do it for the wrong reasons. Like I'm never, I I acknowledge like, okay, I want to move out of state, but I wasn't going to be like, I'm moving out of Ohio just to say I did like an Instagram moment and I'm struggling and don't have like a real, real career path. And so my company that I mentioned before that I really, really love, I just found out that, or I didn't just find out, but my company's moving to Atlanta, Georgia. And so I'm moving in May and I'm so excited and I'm just like, I'm very much looking forward to like this next step in my career, my life. And like, I'm not afraid of like the what ifs, like failure doesn't, I'm not in fear of failure because I've been at such low, low lows in my life where I really thought like that was in the pits and like this is what my life was. And just the work that I did for myself because I love myself enough to not just settle pushed me to go from the lowest valleys to the highest mountains. And now I'm able to really appreciate these wins in my life where I'm like, it's not even like I'm like, I am grateful. Like gratefulness has brought me a lot of clarity in life too. And that's like a whole nother concept and like even potentially episode, but me being grateful has really stopped me from having being pressed about anyone else's like shit and what's going on in their life. Like comparison is such an illness. And I finally, when I became grateful, like I'm able to appreciate everything for me and on my own terms, but it's not even like, you know, even past me being so grateful for these moments, I'm just like, I know I deserve this. I know that I've worked so hard and I've let my intuition guide me in ways when like I was really kind of lost and that came with a lot of love and support from the people in my life too. And, you know, even now just like taking this jump, like my intuition was immediately like, yes, you of course need to move to Georgia. Like it's, it's a no brainer. You've always wanted to, you're moving with your career, like, and working for another promotion, like all those things. Like, I'm like, yeah, like duh. My intuition's like, duh. It's like the same thing, you know, that I'm grateful with, with my boyfriend is that like, I think he did the same thing where we just like followed our intuition with each other. And I just feel very, so much clarity in my own life right now. And the what ifs, I don't really let it like put too much focus on it. And I think we all do this because like life can get away from us where when we're in a place to make a decision, we're like, well, what if, what if? And I do agree with the pros and cons of every situation and really understanding the full picture and not having like these, you know, um, rose colored glasses as far as like this just, you know, filtered perspective of a situation or a person because um, there's good and bad and everything. But I don't sit here and rattle my brain about like, what if, well, what if you, you don't, you don't succeed? What if you really hate it in Georgia? What if you can't afford it? Um, I mean, what if you have to move back home? Like, okay, so what if, what if, but what if I just never took the leap of faith in my own life, regardless of the situation and like dove in headfirst, fully invested and trusting in myself and my, where my intuition is taking me. And I just sat and th- and then the, what if is, what if I wonder what that life would have been like? I'm not willing to ever ever settle for a life where I didn't get after something because I had talked myself 
down from the ledge with all these negative weights, so to speak. So, you know, I think that we, it's hard because again, like, especially I think like just watching my friend, you know, become a new mom and her navigate that space. Like your life does really change with kids and marriage. And as we get older and just, you know, but I have a lot of respect for her because I know that she's always been really good about following her own intuition and being her own guiding light. And I'm watching her kind of navigate this space of motherhood. And I can, you know, tell a little bit that she's trying to understand what all of this means to her and still place herself, you know, as a priority in her own life. So I think we all need to tap in and kind of like be present in each day. And instead of getting so high strung about the, oh my God, what if X, Y, and Z, we're like, okay, I, I, my, my gut is telling me get lead with this. I, the chance is worth it. I would rather take the chance and it fail than not take the chance at all. You know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. (laughs) That's, you know, we all know that saying, but it's so valid. And I think that comes with everything with, you know, career relationships. Like if you, if you're pulled towards something and your life is navigating you that way, um, run with it. And the, the, biggest problem I think that we all have, especially like with people with anxiety, which I get anxious, but I wouldn't say I have outright anxiety. Um, but maybe other people would say otherwise, <laughs> um, that I, we go back and second guess ourselves. I'm like, Oh, did I say the right thing? Was that the right decision? Should I have, you know, should I have done this instead? And maybe that wasn't right. Like if your initial instinct is telling you to go for something or to lead or to make a decision that's going to impact your life. If your initial instincts are saying to lead with that, don't go back and start to second guess yourself because you're overthinking and this, that, and the other. Um, I do think there's a difference between intuition and compulsion, which they do dance a little bit. So, and kind of the, the lines get blurred. Um, I definitely would say I'm someone who has compulsive tendencies and just kind of will throw myself in anything. But now as I'm getting older, I'm like kind of trying to slow down those patterns and just in a way where I feel fully balanced and like that's not going to look the same for me, for someone else. So I've kind of stopped trying to pull advice of like what peace looks like for me through someone else's lens. And I, again, fall back and trust myself to like figure out those answers. And I do that by, you know, registering for me like, okay, this is not, this is not enough. This is not settling. Like even as of recent, um, I have gone, I've always like loved music festivals over the in my twenties, like very like electric forest. I went, you know, eight years of electric forest. And then I did a couple other, you know, music festivals and then like shows throughout the years. And I just would love, like love them. Like those are my favorite things. And then this summer we went to electric forest and I've never let, and I knew it was my last year, but when I was like, (laughs) I finally hit a point in my own life where I was like, this no longer fulfills me. Like I had a great time. I love spending with my friends, but the reality was like, I didn't feel the magic that I once felt going there because I had done a lot of healing and I had, I've evolved. And it's as simple as that. It's not, you know, people go, will say to you, like you've changed or, well, you're different now because of X, Y, and Z. Well, yeah, I've changed. I've evolved. I'm growing. And what comes with that territory is understanding what, evolution and happiness and peace looks like for you. So, you know, as much as I did have a great time and I knew it was like a farewell, 
uh, we, me, my friend Matt left a day early because I literally had about a goddamn enough. I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. I need a bed. I need a, you know, a hot hour long shower. I need so many things. I need to not speak to anyone for like two days. Like I want to be left the fuck alone. And I used to feel, I'm such a people pleaser by nature. Like I just am. And I used to feel really fucking bad about setting those boundaries. It's about like, if I said that, like, oh, I don't want to or whatever, even if I didn't want to, and my friends really wanted me to go to things, I would go or I'd stay an extra day or I'd stay late, whatever it was. And now as like I was talking about in the last episode, like setting boundaries is so important for me because it's like built, it's building my trust in myself even more, but it's also actually curating a place of peace for me and balance and I don't have to apologize for simply saying I don't want to because I don't want to and I've also like I in my relationship you know we we've had that conversation and have set that boundaries for us where we go we don't need to do everything together I get invited last night I went to my friend's birthday at pins and celebrated and hung out with like some of my girls and some people I hadn't seen in a while and, you know, my one friend was like, oh, well, why isn't your boyfriend coming? And I was like, to be honest, he just wasn't up for it. And that's okay. He usually, like, wants to watch football on Sundays. And I wanted to see everybody. So I, if he doesn't want to come, he doesn't need to be there. there. It's not like he was really close to everyone and they've been waiting to see him. And I know that since it's a new relationship and my friends care about me, like, they want to meet this person. But for us, I think that there's a lot of respect and love in the sense that we go if you don't want to, like, that's enough for me. I don't need to pressure you to be somewhere and be present just for us to be seen together. And, you know, I, that's again, another aspect of like following into your intuition about what you want for your own life. I I don't want to lose my independence in a relationship. I don't want to lose my individual identity and healing that I've gained over the last few years. It's like really, really precious to me. And I, that was my biggest fear getting into a serious relationship again was just the fear of losing myself and losing this guiding ability that I have and in following my intuition on a daily basis, you know, and, and there's, you know, ebbs and flows of that. Like I definitely am changing as I'm in this relationship and the way I navigate, I have a lot less just me time or like individual time for individual friends one off. Because I'm spending a lot of time with him. I'm fine with that. I'm happy with that. And the people that love me and know me know that that doesn't... That it, I'm not being a disloyal friend or not a real friend. I'm navigating in my own space. And you will surround yourself, or you'll see if you do or don't, the right people in your life, the ones that truly love you, the core of you, all of you, are not just going to be you know, happy to be your friend because they get your time or your energy, you know, on, and that you fit this mode of like, well, you always do this. So X, Y, and Z, you're the real people who love you and value you are going to see the moments you're really happy, even if that's without them. And I've learned that. And I feel thankful that I can look around all my people and see just like this, you know, abundance of love and support and not lack of judgment, you know, like I'm not being judged for being happy. And a lot of people have, are surrounded by people like that because what it comes down to is those individuals don't have self-love to, you know, be able to be happy for someone else, even if it means they're losing a little bit of something that they want, like, you know, time with me. Um, 
if if they're not happy for me, it's because like they're unsettled in themselves. Here's at the end of the day, I even feel this way in my career where I go, you know, I have a coworker we're on the same level, like we both got promoted into our current roles at the same time, and I pretty much told her I was like. We're both pushing for the next step in our careers to get a promotion. And I told her, I said, it's not a competition. Like, if you get promoted before me, like, I'm happy for you. And I said, and I hope you feel the same. I'm not going to dictate how you feel. But I love myself enough that I don't need to bring someone else down to win. Right? I trust myself enough to know that, okay, like, you didn't get this this time. Like, they did. I don't need to drag someone or bring someone down or cut them down to build myself up. I love myself enough to feel be at peace with where my life is at and where and where I'm going because I've worked really hard to fall in love with myself, but also just for anything in my life. I busted my ass for all the things I have. So I don't need to question my value or my worth because someone else got it before me, right? Like your people that are able to give love are people that like truly give love, like unconditional love, not the, you know, I, well, I do this, so this, or, you know, well, I do this for you, so you can do this for me. True unconditional love comes from people who love themselves on the same wave. So me, what that means to me is like, I've built a trust and a love for myself where again, uncontrollable things like someone getting promoted before me or making, you know, more money than me and me feeling like, well, I, you know, I do a better job X, Y, and Z. Even if that's true, I love myself enough to know my worth and know that, okay, well, we may not get it this time, but like next time it's mine. Or, well, then that wasn't a fit. So what is going to, what is my next step in fulfillment for me? And that's what it comes back to. It's all about me and about what I need for myself. And so I definitely, I think when I was younger, my younger years, like compulsion and like people pleasing kind of guided me in the sense I was just like, I want up for a good time. Like I'll, you know, I'm spontaneous, like I'll do whatever. And I'm entering my thirties and I can feel myself changing. And this is, I didn't feel like this, you know, really at all in my twenties. And I can really feel the change now entering my thirties where I'm just like, okay, I, want the peace the quiet like the whole festival thing like out for so many years like that was like what I'd be the most excited for and now I'm like I don't want to go to festivals anymore like I'm kind of closing that chapter in my life and maybe not forever maybe there'll be a one-off you know I can't speak to who how I'll navigate or what come opportunities come in the future but I'm okay with saying like that's not who I am anymore I don't find peace. What I want is like an all-inclusive resort and like a really beautiful place. And I want to eat and drink and take naps in the sun and sleep in a really nice bed every night. That's what your girl wants now. I don't want to be in a dusty field with unwashed people using porta potties anymore. And, you know, it's not me talking shit about my festival experience. It's just I have changed and that does not bring me peace. And that's okay. So if you tap into your intuition and can recognize those things that maybe no longer like it it can kind of make you feel chaotic because the things that once brought you a lot of love peace and joy may be totally different and and opposite spectrums like the things you're really interested in those may no longer be prevalent in your life and it is perfect that's perfect that means you're changing you're evolving you're stepping into your you know next phase of who you are and I think that if you're not growing and changing then like 
you're, you're really not learning and you're not, you're staying stagnant in your own life, which is like the biggest fear I have. I don't want to wake up and be like, I've been the same person and have done the same things. And these are my same qualities. Like I welcome change. I welcome growth. And it's been, it's been kind of reassuring to get back into a relationship after so many years and be supported in that mentality. Um, and it just has been very validating that like, I like our intuition was right about each other and now we can kind of both lead and respect each other's boundaries on that level. So, you know, don't second guess the things that feel right for you in this life because you're the only one who steps every day in your shoes, you know, and even, and even if that, you know, I've seen even some of my friends go through really like dark shit recently and like, you know, it's very common, but like divorce, just watching someone I love and people that I love like navigate that space but like I'm also watching them evolve as individuals and kind of you can see like out of a dark place like blossoms are starting to come up in their own life of growth and evolution and I've said this to people in the past and I'll say it again I would never change go back and do my life over and take away the traumas and the really dark hard hor- like shit bad shit in my life that like really broke me because all those things that broke me down I could have honestly just drowned and then just let myself be like a piece of shit and just drink and made excuses and just like not give a fuck about my well-being but in those darkest moments when I was the most broke I decided to pick myself up and I did it for me which is why I'm able to trust and love myself so much because where other people, you know, everybody has to kind of figure things out on their own terms, but I didn't change or grow or face my own bullshit years ago for anyone but myself. And just that, and it's that, those moments in itself are what have brought me to the woman that I am now, who's like confident, unwavering. Like I, I don't, I'm not in competition with anyone but me because at the end of the day is like, if I'm not pushing me, that means I'm not, I'm not elevating me sitting there and pinpointing someone else to try and bring them down to make myself feel better. Like that ultimately is one, it makes me sad for people because I'm like, why would you give anyone else your precious energy and time and mentality when they probably don't even register you on any level, but you're, you're dragging them. And like, maybe, you know, even, even the, and I did this probably when I was like a kid and stuff, but just, like, even when, like, you know, you go out with girls and, like, you see a girl and sh- and you start talking about her to your friends and be like, oh, my God, look at her outfit. Like, oh, my God, she's not cute, whatever. Like, for what? That person is minding their business. They're here for them, not for you. Like, they didn't wear that outfit or come out to meet you and get your high praise. So why, like, how much do you have to not love yourself to truly, like, you know, pinpoint someone like that and just drag them for no reason just to build yourself up and you know how temporary that build up is so fucking temporary because all it says about you is that if you have to drag someone else to build yourself up it's because you don't love yourself enough to be foundational and recognize your own worth entirely it took me years to recognize my own worth I am not a I have not been a I've been a confident person but I haven't been a fulfilled and like fully in love with myself person that took a lot of practice and recognizing my own poor life, like the way I was maneuvering in life. And I 
continue to have to kind of check myself and be like, is this actually like, is this doing anything for you? And that's the moments where I feel like my intuition steps in and can, and now that I tr- I trust myself and I'm still learning to trust myself, but my intuition kicks in and goes like, all right, like this isn't good. Like, okay, you shouldn't feel like X, Y, and Z. Or it's like, no, trust yourself, go for it, do this. Like, you're right. And I have been able to like second guess myself less in a lot of moments because I'm leaning into myself on repeat and I don't, I don't need to talk about it with anyone else to feel a hundred percent. And that is just like the most rewarding thing is that I love me enough to not need anyone else to do it for me. I don't need to drag someone. I don't need to bring someone down. And it's the reason I'm able to be so vulnerable and real and on this, like, I, I mean, again, me and my boyfriend, we have like conversations that are, we, we get really deep, you know, and we do have conflicting mindsets about things. And we acknowledge that with as much respect. And even when it's like heated, it's like trying to understand each other, but not like, I'm not going to force someone to understand my mentor, how I view the world, like your lens is your own. But we just get into these like conversations and I just, you know, and we, we've even talked about this podcast, you know, it's really vulnerable for me to put just the honest shit about myself out there. And I knew one day I would be in a relationship and I would have, this person would wreck, you know, know that this stuff was out here and I was talking about these things and we've, we've talked and we've had, and he's asked me questions. Like he's not harboring feelings. He's asking questions to get clarity on X, Y, and Z. And I respect that energy and I respect how, you know, he might listen to some episodes and be triggered, but he also respects that this is like a healing thing for me and that I did, this is for me, by me. And it's not to hurt anyone. It's, it's literally, honestly, it's entirely for me, this podcast, because I follow my intuition that my, my vulnerability and that I share so much of myself on a regular, it wasn't a, it wasn't a negative thing anymore and it wasn't a fault in me, but it was actually a gift that I can love myself enough to give away parts of myself and people can take it for what it is, right? And I have to take that on both sides. Some people are going to listen to my podcast and be really, like, inspired and heal from it, which is, like, my ultimate hope. Like, that is all I could ever ask for on this. But some people are going to listen to it and pick out what they want and judge me. And I can't do anything about that. At the end of the day, I, I, I recognize that everybody is judging everybody on some level, right? It's just human nature. I don't, I don't really care about the outside noise if I feel fulfilled and 100 and know that, like, I'm, I'm a fucking 10. I'm a 100 out of 10. Like, I'm everything and more that I would want to be as a woman. And I'm proud to say that. It's taken a long time. So, you know, when we're kind of navigating in this world, it, it gets really hard to even hear our intuition sometimes. And I, and I think, you know, I think that that kind of can be laid out in a lot of different ways in the sense of not just like, you know, me as a single woman getting in a relationship or even just not like a not married woman trying to like push forward in my career. I think like a lot of intuition and trusting yourself can be lost when you're in, when you're like into motherhood 
because you're navigating a brand new space, obviously, no matter how much you read up on it or do, or you're exposed to it, like you really don't know until you become a mother or a parent. Um, and you are trying to trust yourself as a parent, right? But like, that's not your only identity. So now you're trying to trust your intuition to not only find your footing for your as a parent for your child but now you're also trying to figure out where your intuition is for your own happiness like does that just go all go like into the you know back the back burner like well my happiness will pick it up years down like I think that that's why it gets so hard and we second guess ourselves because there's so many things that come into our life as we change when we get older that we have to navigate and we don't we're not the priority, you know, on that level anymore. And that's okay. It's okay to not have your footing as you step into new chapters and of evolutions in life. And ultimately, I think the best thing for me when I was, you know, single for so many years and being so close to all my girls, watching them in their relationships and navigate their first marriage, years of marriage, it was so, I'm very thankful for that. Like, I didn't feel sad far into it like when I once I was a recognizing that like I was able to learn a lot of life lessons just through my own friends and recognize the things that I want in a relationship and need and deserve and the things I won't deal with and it's just been I'm thankful for that because now I have just a perspective that I don't think any a lot of people would get the chance to you know to be independent but also to see what I would deem as successful relationships and deem as relationships that are struggling. It's taught me a lot of what I need and want. So even now, as my friends start to get pregnant, like I'm in no way ready for motherhood. Like I can tell you my intuition is like, we're not ready, girl. Like you good. (laughs) But I'm, I'm, it's, I'm thankful that I'm able to watch my friends start to navigate this space. And it's, it's just all about perspective, I think. And I think that, the perspective with your, when your intuition speaks is like, go with that. Like your jerk reaction on things is usually the right one. And when you have, when you are given, you know, okay, ask a question, what's your initial thought? Like, that's usually like your, that's intuitively your real, most authentic answer and reaction. Go with that and don't be afraid of like, well, if I did this or this, like trust in yourself and the foundation around your life will get stronger and stronger and stronger. And you build a house around you that you are able to truly like live in within yourself because you you, you kept, you know, investing in the trust you have with yourself. And every time you validated that trust, the, you know, walls got taller and the roof got stronger. And now you can live in a place where you know that navigating with your intuition brings you to absolutes in your life that like answer to you and only you. So that's, you know, really like, I think what people lose sight of when it comes to trusting yourself is what it does for you. When you do, when you do keep showing up time and time again and letting yourself lead it and supporting you in that. I know that sounds like weird. Like I support me, but like I support me. I'm like, okay, I haven't for a second once it was my company announced like we're moving to Atlanta, Georgia. Not for a split second was I like, uh, I don't know. Immediately I was like, yep, I'm moving. 
Like, it was a no-brainer. Like, nothing would have negated me feeling that way. And I haven't, for a second, let myself be second-guessed out of that. I'm like, that's how you feel. That's really, that's your genuine, That that's your most real and raw reaction moving forward is that, like, this is what you want. And because I've just let myself fully lean on that, I have been so stress-free and just so prepared in a mental capacity where I'm like, yeah, this is right, and I'm excited, and I'm, like, looking forward to what my life, my next chapter of my life will look like, and it's just such a relief to not have, like, the chaos of outside noise, and, and, and what's been really hard is being, you know, I'm, it's not like I'm just moving for my company, like, my company is moving, so while I'm sitting here, like, yes, I'm entering my next chapter, I'm surrounded by people who are angry, who are sad, who are, you know, net pure negative energy and all that just like it can be so consuming and people's energy really does influence me but I have made a place and built a home within myself where I'm so entrust my intuition that I don't even have to like I I I cannot let other people's negative energy you know press me or make me navigate outside of my own happiness and even on the level of like when this was announced, I told my coworkers and people around me, I was like, at the end of the day, I respect everyone's decision and how this impacts your life and how it makes you feel, whether you're going or you're staying. Um, and whatever each individual decides, like, that's what's meant for their life. Like, that's where they are supposed to be. And I'm like, and you should feel so happy and honored that you have hit this, you know, fork in the road where you get to make two decisions. Uh, one one or the other decision and lead with what answers to your life which is comes back full circle to the reason why I don't feel like the mentality of a relationship is that two become one because again life experiences are so individual life daily life is so individual um no one's inside your head besides you and then obviously like sometimes when people listen to this they get to be inside my head for a second but like only the shit I'm sharing but like at the end of the day is no one is living your life on an, has all your experiences. So when you are faced with life decisions and a fork in the road, so to speak, and you go left, you go right, you know, you, a lot of those decisions are made with your intuition guiding whether you recognize it or not. So if you don't recognize it, one, you're not going to be able to lean into it as much or see it as obviously. And two, if you don't trust yourself, like you may recognize that your intuition is calling out something, but you may talk yourself down and make the other decision because of X, Y, and Z. So I hope that everybody and anybody who listens to this, obviously, but I hope every day people recognize that you're, you're worth all of it and your life is rare. You are one of one and you're a powerful, powerful person that your decisions do have value and deserve to be treated as such, but you have to prioritize that for yourself first. And uh, if I, you know, hadn't prioritized my own, like my myself in so many aspects and, you know, ways, I wouldn't be able to be, be able to do this podcast or like navigate the way that I do, but I stopped letting other people, you know, kind of spell out to me what, which what's right for me and I let started letting myself fully 
trust and fall and, and, you know, take the leap of faith for me, by me. And that has just changed the trajectory of my life for real. Like I'm not a like failure. I'm, I have no fear because if I, if I fail at something, right, then that just means I got to stand back up and rebuild and do it 10 times better the next time or navigate in a different space. So if you get to the place where you can actually trust your intuition and trust where you're going, you're able to rebuild and recognize that failures aren't failures. Like I said before, setbacks are your, are setups for your biggest comeback. Let me say it again, because this is like a, my, I'm sure it's a quote out there somewhere, but it's a quote that I personally like came up with when I was recording one of these episodes, but I live my life by this. And, and, and if you can grasp this, you're able to not let the lows take you to the lowest place because your setbacks are your biggest setups for your biggest comebacks. So every setback you have in life is, is not just a straight failure like, oh, my life is this, and like, whoa, is, I'll never do better, whatever. If you have that mentality, you're damn right. Damn straight, you're, you're not going to do better. But if you have the mentality of like, this is a setup, this is a setback, right? Like, I'm setback, obviously. Like, my this is a horrible tragedy in my life, or now I'm stuck here, or now I, I can't seem to get out of this hole. They are setups, though. Setups for you to dig in deeper, grind harder, heal like invest all of you into you and pick yourself up from the low lows. And then when you can do that and rise above those setbacks, the comeback is fucking phenomenal. Like, oh my God, the comebacks. I've had so many comebacks in my life, I feel like, and even on the smallest scale to the biggest scale, but I celebrate those because I'm like, damn, you could have stayed and wallowed in your own, you could have wallowed in your own pity. You could have said, woe is me. And you know, well, this always happens to me and life is hard. But instead, every single time I was set back, I pick myself up and I trust my intuition to lead me of what I need to do to do better and get better and be the best for me, by me. And the best for me, it doesn't look the same as the best for someone else. You know, an athlete is going to say the best is someone that's waking up at 4 a.m., getting that workout in, grinding, getting the championship ring. That's not the best for me. I'm no athlete. Like, I cannot do that. It's not me. The best for me and my life is balance and being, you know, having adventures that, like, speak to my soul and don't have to make sense to anybody else. And staying home and cooking and just having a FaceTime with a friend where I'm just like laughing and just need and present in them. Like the best for me is just fulfilling my own individual moments on such a level that like it's hard for me to second guess myself anymore because I have allowed myself and built a trust that is unwavering. And that comes again with the self-love and aspect and I'm very thankful to be in this place, in this space where, let me not sit here and sugarcoat, like, I'm not sitting here every day, like, I love me, my body is great, like, no, even just recently, I was like, oh my god, I'm in this relationship, and I'm getting fat because I'm happy, and we're eating, like, I literally, I, <laughs> I want to be triggered, because whenever I'm triggered, then I'm, like, angry working out and shit, and now I'm trying to reframe my brain that, like, happy doesn't mean, you know, happy in a relationship doesn't mean, like, eating, drinking, not holding yourself to your own standards, it means balance. It means enjoy yourself and have those special moments. But also on the flip side, like, cool it. Eat, like, 
do well by yourself. Because if I'm not satisfied in me, then what's the fucking point? And so that that is another layer of self-love and recognizing what's right for me and what's not is going like, yeah, this doesn't, I'm not doing right by me. Like, I, I'm, I'm okay and I'm comfortable and I welcome facing my own bullshit because if I'm not, I'm not getting better. And again, I want to be the best for me. So to be the best for me, it means I have to recognize when I'm not doing what is absolutely needed for me and what I deserve. So, you know, I think the biggest thing that people lose sight of is that like your life, regardless of how glamorous or not, it isn't like look around and take in the people, the, the things like where you're at, your health, like look at all the nuances in your own life. And if you look around and go, oh my God, I wasn't even appreciating this. And I'm letting this slip away and not even recognizing all I have to be grateful for because of this one item in my life. Like, it might set you back in a mind frame to slow down and be so present in these moments that, you know, instead of taking them for granted and feeling empty about them. On the flip side, though, if you find yourself in a place where you're looking at your whole life and you go, I'm so unfulfilled. Like, whose life is this? What is... Am I, where am I? Like, this isn't what I want for me. I'm not satisfied. Like, that's when you got to trust your intuition to drive you to the next phase to evolve. Because as much as we evolve and stuff, at the end of the day, our intuition is, doesn't waver in that sense. It's not something that ever goes away. It's not something that we ever learned. It's innate within us in a guiding light for us. So, you know, trust your intuition because intuition speaks, baby. Intuition speaks. And I say that even to the fullest of, like, women intuition. There was a a perfect story about women intuition, which, let me just say, listen up, listen up. Women's intuition is, like, almost 100% right. And when I say women intuition, that's, like, separate from even a woman's natural intuition. But a women's intuition about just, it's like these one-off things where we all of a sudden just get, like, an overbearing feeling of, like, hmm? question mark wait like wait what or just it's hard to explain unless you've you know experienced it but women intuition and this is the story they'll kind of give you kind of some insight is where all of your being is telling you an answer or is, is bringing something to your frame of mind like very clearly and it's like an overwhelming regardless of what you know or what you don't know it's just an overwhelming feeling of reality and when I was in college my boyfriend at the time I had a nightmare that he had, that he cheated on me with, um, with a specific person. And so then when I woke up and like next to him, I'm like crying and my, my heart was racing. Like it didn't feel just like a nightmare and like a one-off. It felt like, again, it was full women intuition. My body was like, my heart was racing and I like couldn't shake it. Like, my body was tense and I was like, okay, and I am not this person, like literally never this person, but my woman intuition was so alarming that I went through and looked at my ex's phone and found these messages of just like, you know, bullshit pretty much. And I was like, are you serious? And then, you know, he said we were on a break and nothing happened. It told me this whole story. And I'm like, I'm, I'm someone that like, I don't really need to investigate if you're lying to me. One, because I'm gullible and I just am not very good at that. But two, the truth does come out on its own. If you lead with good karma and good intentions in your own life, like outside things like, you know, bullshit and lies and stuff like that, like that, you know, family, friends, 
relationship, kids, all, like, someone, like, lying to you is an uncontrollable. You can't control how someone chooses to treat you. So I take things for face value, if I, especially if I give you the opportunity to be real. So, again, told me this whole thing. He was, was when we were on a break, yada, yada. I let it go. Well, then, you know, probably, like, eight months later or something, and this is, like, towards the end of our relationship, I, I, I asked a comment. I was like, oh, you know, who's the oldest person you've ever had sex with? And then he said that person's name. And I was like, oh, so how does it feel to like literally tell on yourself? You lied for this long. I wasn't even impressed. You just, you just told me. And my women intuition was 100% right. And it all came from just randomly having a, a nightmare and it was valid, but I didn't have to press and, you know, investigate and find out. Like I, I'm a firm believer of if someone's going to do wrong by you, like I said, whether it's friends, family relationship, like anyone, someone wants to do wrong by you. There's nothing you can say or do that will stop them because at the end of the day, that's their choice and a total, totally out of your control or your influence. You could be the best everything to someone, um, best friend, most loyal, you know, and they could still like rob you blind. And so it comes down to like, that's why intuition, I think we don't talk about enough because I don't think we recognize how important it is to truly lean into yourself and listen to those little moments instead of, again, I believe in pros and cons, but if your gut reaction is going fully in one way, like you should run with that because you just don't know where life could take you in the kind of peace and fulfillment you could really bring to yourself just by leaning into you more. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's still something I'm learning myself and I definitely still second guess and get anxious and I'm in my head all the fucking time. Like what? Obviously, like I just rant on this podcast all this shit just spewing from my mind. So I'm in my head a lot, but I also feel like I trust myself enough to like do right by me and set myself up in life for a really full, fulfilling, deserving life. And I think that everyone deserves to feel that much love for themselves on an individual level, no matter where you are in your journey in life. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I, could go on and on because I'm just a talker, but I really, all I would say to you and leave it at this is intuition speaks. Don't second guess what feels right to you because at the end of the day, that's it, right? That's a full sentence. That's a full thought. It feels right to you. Don't need anyone else to explain what that is because it's only meant for you. So if you've kind of been in your head recently or feel lost in the sauce of life, like I get it. Just Take it a day at a time, be present, and let your intuition guide you into what is right for you because no one else is going to be able to explain what that is and how it looks like and feels for you. So if you listen, I really appreciate it and um, have a great day. Bye.